You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. Welcome to A's Cast Live from the Treehouse. Chris Townsend with you. As this is a very special day in this franchise's history. What are we doing here in the Treehouse so early and why are we going live on A's Cast? Well, we are about to have Chris Davis as he is entering up oh, Stompers entering the building. But Chris Davis is going to be joining us here on A's Cast to talk about his contract extension. We know and we've talked to Chris and had a conversation with him in Japan that you got to hear here on A's Cast about he wanted to sign. He wanted to be here. This is where he wants to stay. This is where he's comfortable. And we're going to talk to Chris in moments. We're going to be the first to be able to talk to Chris before he gets up on the stage and addresses all the employees here and goes live, which you'll be able to see if you're going to be around a television. They're going to air this live on NBC Sports California. But, of course, since we are the station for your A's, we are going to get him first. Why is it important that Chris Davis signs? Well, I think it's important for a lot of different reasons. Number one, it really shows that this franchise is moving in the right direction. They're doing everything they can to tell this fan base they are doing things the right way. They're going to build a new ballpark. They're going to keep their players. They've been pounding this message to us, and I know a lot of fans, as you'll call in on the A's Clubhouse show, and you'll say, well, when are they going to resign? Are they going to resign these guys, or are they just going to leave? Well, this is the first guy they needed to get signed. Why did Chris Davis need to get signed? Well, Chris Davis, since 2016, has hit 143 home runs. That's That's the most in Major League Baseball. The next closest guy is Giancarlo Stanton, and he's 19 home runs behind Chris Davis. Chris Davis has been the backbone to this lineup now for years, and he is just this steady, in the middle of the lineup and in the clubhouse guy that this franchise will need to win if they're going to go back to the postseason. And if they are going to make this run when you're talking about 97 wins and going to the playoffs year after year with this incredible core group of young players, Chris Davis is going to have to be a part of it. Right now, Chris Davis has just entered to the building. He's just high-fived with COO Chris Giles. It is a sea of A's employees. Everybody is wearing the same shirt. The shirt is KD rooted in Oakland, and it's been so important for, I know a lot of these employees and a lot of the players, especially the young players, to talk about this guy staying because he has been the backbone of this franchise and this lineup. So Chris Davis is about to join us here right before he's going to get up on the stage. Chris, congratulations on the contract extension. I know it meant so much to you that you wanted to stay here, you wanted to be here, you're comfortable, and you're in Oakland A. Yeah, this is huge. It was a special day for me and my family, and um, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's been instrumental to making this happen. You know, this is where I, where I wanted to be, and uh, I'm just glad it's finally done. Yeah, you know, I can tell you someone that's been doing this for a long time, 
you know, we've waited for someone to truly embrace Oakland and sign that big contract with the Oakland Athletics. So your signing today is just not big from a baseball standpoint, but it's big from an organizational standpoint as a premier player in the game saying, you know what, I believe in what this franchise is doing and I want to be here. Yeah, the future's bright for us. I, I like the way we're uh, headed as a team. You know, we're always going to compete. Uh, the group of guys in there is, is that's what they're all about. And um, I, I can feed off that alone. And being kind of the leader and, and to watch you with this young core, what is it? What is the sign to this young core when you think of like Chapman and Olsen for you to sign and you're saying, I'm staying with you guys. I want to be here. What do you think it means to them? Ooh, uh, <laughs> just a lot of fun. Uh, they, they know I like to have fun and goof around and uh, keep it lighthearted. And, you know, they uh, they bring that same intensity. And, and it's lighthearted, but they're intense at the same time. So having that balance and they, it's just a great mix. I can't even explain it. What does it mean for you to have these young guys, and how do they inspire you on a daily basis? Uh, just just um, they're so willing to learn, you know, like just coming to the ballpark um, with that approach alone is, is, is a success waiting to happen. And I think about Bob Melvin, and, and all the players talk about it. There's a certain culture that has happened here in the clubhouse, really uh, like a family. And Bob Melvin, there's always tough decisions, but everybody understands that. Talk about the culture he has set in your guys' clubhouse. Uh, just baseball, strictly baseball. It's all about winning. Um, whenever we lose, he's he's the so- most sore after in the clubhouse, you know. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, when, when we win, he, he has that big smile at the same time that you, you still want to see, you know. So... Uh, just having that product in the in the clubhouse is huge. Talk about the trust factor that the team has with Bob Melvin and his staff. Uh, it's there. Uh, it, it's a it's a relationship that he just trusts his players to go out there and play the game the right way. You know, um, just represent Oakland well. For you as a player, how nice is it now? You don't have to answer the questions about a contract. You don't have to answer about your future. You're going to be here. You're going to be with the A's. How good does that make you feel? Uh, it's incredible. Uh, just uh, driving up to the ballpark and seeing my my name on the on the scoreboard and just it was a big time feeling. Uh, I felt like like Muhammad Ali would have felt. Well, I can tell you. Turn around and look. You got all the all the players, all all the guys that you go to battle with every single day are now walking in here. Bob Melvin's going to be here. You just walk through a sea of employees, and they're all wearing this T-shirt. This T-shirt made for you, KD two rooted in Oakland. The love that you're being shown by this organization. Did you ever think this would happen in your career? Uh, not a shot. I. Uh, it's so real, but um, at the same time, it's it's a lot of gratitude. It's a lot of. A lot of great faces and great support team. You know, a a guy that I have the stat for you. Since 2016, you've hit 143 home runs. That's the most in Major League Baseball. The next closest guy is Giancarlo Stanton. He's 19 behind you. You know, most guys that have those kind of numbers, they walk around with a big bravado, have a big ego. You're the kind of guy that just you just want to show up, you want to play ball, you want to win, and you want to be with your guys. Yeah, I definitely want to win. At the end of the day, I'm I'm, uh, satisfied and I can sleep at night as long as we're uh, contending. When did you know this deal? Because I actually interviewed David Force two days ago, 
And I was asking him about you, and he was like, well, you know, we're talking with his representatives. And, then, of course, the deal gets announced yesterday. When did you know that this thing really was going to go down and you were going to sign the extension? Uh, probably, what's today? Friday? Uh, I think I knew Wednesday. But wow. So it's just gone down. Yeah, it's, it was uh, lightning in a bottle. It just happened that fast. And did you tell, because I'm sure, you know, a lot of people have talked about the extensions and not going to free agency. Did you ever have thoughts about going to free agency? Or you're like, you know what, I'm always going to stay here? Uh, no, I thought something would have got done. Um, we'll see uh, as time goes on, you know, uh, I know the business. It's going to change, but uh, we'll see. Now, you've gotten out to a hot start, and right now where your ball club is, how, how do you see this team right now after a really kind of a, a weird trip? As I talked about what you said, I think you said it in Baltimore, how you guys are just getting back into baseball shape because you had to go to Japan, 18 straight, 10 straight on the road. It's like now, are you guys starting to settle in? Yeah, I think um, we're starting to feel like we're back back home. And there's your skipper right there. I know he's happy you got inked. Uh, yeah, definitely. We just uh, got it done right now, and... Uh, yeah, it's been uh, been overwhelming. Well, you got all your teammates here. You got every single employee for the Oakland Athletics is here, and we're all here to celebrate you because, once again, I know anytime you sign a contract and you sign for this kind of money, it's a big deal for you, your family, and your life. But this is a big deal for this organization because you have said you want to be with us, and that means a lot to all of us here that work for the Oakland A's. Absolutely. It's- happy to be here we appreciate your time go enjoy it and uh, have fun at the press conference and keep hitting home runs and we'll love watching you do it hey go A's yeah Chris Davis one of the great home run hitters in Oakland A's history joining us here on A's cast as Bob Melvin has now shown up I mean this is a this is a really special moment I and I couldn't I didn't want to say it in front of him but uh, he was shaking there and as he watched all of his teammates come in here you could tell that it was a it was a big moment for him and you know he, he he's the kind of guy that uh he's the kind of guy that's not looking for this kind of stuff you know he's not looking for the he's not looking for the big praise he just wants to show up and quickly we're going to be joined by the skipper bob melvin to talk about getting his guy done because i know this this really really meant a lot as you're listening to a's cast live from the treehouse and bob i i gotta think this is a great day for you because uh having the premier home run hitter you know is going to be in your lineup for years to come has got to be a, a, a tremendous feeling. Absolutely right. It's also a good feeling to be in the treehouse for the first time, too. I've never been here before. so uh, Why? You've never d- been to my no, treehouse? never been in the treehouse before, so uh, doubly exciting for me today. Well, if you ever get kicked out of a game, come up and I'll buy you a beer. Yeah, we've talked about that. <laughs> that, that could potentially happen. Um, but for obvious reasons, this, this is a great day for, for Oakland baseball and you know, for so many reasons, this guy is just perfect for our team and, and kind of show the rest of the group, too, that we're serious about keeping our guys, and he's guy number one, so big day. You know, he as he was standing here and all the players were coming in, I had him turn around. He was shaking. You know, this is not something he this – is, this is not his kind of deal. No, <laughs> none of it. You know, the T-shirts and everything that's going on, he'd rather just have a press release and then go out there and take his at-bats, but um, – it's the right thing to do because he means that much to us. What do you think this means to the organization? What it means to all of us who work for the A's that a premier player has said, you know what, I don't want to go to free agency. I want to be an Oakland Athletic and I want to be here. And you don't see that often. I mean, whenever, you know, premier players here get to free agency, 
they tend to go somewhere else. And he said from day one, really, after his first big year here, that this is a place he's real comfortable, this is where he's want to be. He's been consistent in saying that, and he proved it today. How important is it for you to establish that type of chemistry inside that clubhouse so that all, someone like Chris Davis and hopefully these young players like Chapman Olson will want to do the same? Yeah, I think that's just as important, and they're all close. I mean, KD and Chappie and Ole and all these guys are really close, and they want to play together for a long time. So this is kind of the first step in that, and, and I think it shows them, too, that, that if he's committed um, – you know, we, we, we try to get everybody committed for it, and it's just a com- completely different model that we've seen from our organization in the past. You really could look at this as, like, the greatest trade in A's history. When you're talking about it, I, I read this to him. He's got 143 home runs since 2016. The next closest guy is Stanton. He's 19 behind. I mean, to trade and have a guy come from Milwaukee, you knew he had some pop, but to, to become the premier guy in baseball? How many does Jacob Nottingham have in the in the big <laughs> league? I think that probably proves the trade even more so. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty one-sided trade. So, um, you know, we were excited when we saw when the trade happened. We got it. We get more and more excited every year, and and uh, you know, culminating with a day like this. What do you think it does for the younger players to see this? It's big for them because you know the reputation here is Churnham and Burnham. You know, we, you know, guys get here, they start making a little money, and they end up somewhere else. And that's always been kind of the narrative amongst the guys in the clubhouse. And I think this is the start of putting an end to that well we're about to start the press conference bob thank you so much for your time and congratulations now you know you have the best home run hitter in the game for years to come that's awesome bob melvin the skipper of your oakland athletics kind enough to stop by and take some time before we're going to throw it to this press conference this is a feeling i have never had as someone who has been around this for a long long time as chris is is here holding his son and you know, to have Chris Davis say, you know what, I don't want to go to free agency, but that's what we're seeing. I mean, I think Chris is either the 34th, 35th, or 36th guy. I don't know the exact number, but it's it's nearing or it's right at the mid-30s of guys that have signed extensions instead of going to free agency or wanting to go through free agency. You know, some guys are free agency was a long way away, like Acuna and the Braves, but it really is like mid-30s. Guys that have signed extensions since the World Series when the Red Sox won the World Series, and players just do not want to go to free agency anymore. And, you know, when, when a team is going to say, here's X amount of millions of dollars guaranteed right now, do you want it? The players are taking it, Vinny. Well, not only that, but as you talked with Chris, and he reiterated this for the X number of times, I want to be here. I want to be in Oakland. It's a comfortable fit for him. This, his personality fits this ball club and fits this clubhouse probably better than any place else and we've seen him flourish because of it so the A's are fortunate to be able to take advantage of it and get this thing to the finish line and you know the, the other side of it is he's had a great start to his year and you know at some point you got to say we know what he can do he, he's he's a very productive player inside our lineup that means so much we've got to get this done and get this off the table so he can relax we can relax and we can move on to the next piece of business to keep this club in a position to compete yeah, and I think about Chris, you know, when he came over, we just talked with Bob about it. This could be the greatest trade in A's history. Pretty close, yeah. Because as Bob just said, how many home runs has Jacob Nottingham hit? <laughs> and where's Bubba Derby? <laughs> Who? Yeah, exactly. He was the other part of that deal. And when he came in February of that year, going into 2016, you knew he had some home run power in Milwaukee. But Milwaukee's an offensive ballpark, and he had some knee issues that year. And all of a sudden – he, he comes in and he just hits the ground run. It took him 14 games, did his first home run, chasing Shreve at Yankee Stadium. And then, it just like, then it's like he hit overdrive and he hasn't stopped since. And we all were a part of this conversation 
at the end of the at the end of the 2016 season. Well, Chris had such a great year. What what do you anticipate the following year? And you you try to hedge it. You try to say, look, those are special years. 40 home run years, even in today's game, is a special thing. And next thing you know, he he increases that number. Then he increased the number again last year to be the major league leader. So for me, the governor's off. I'm done in the prediction business with with Chris. He he does what he does, and he does it very well. And it's an important part of the A's offense. Well, I can tell because I play all your guys' calls, right? And over the last few years, I can tell he is so different. And you can also see it from the outfielders. When he hits the ball, outfielders going back like they have a chance. And the next thing you know, they're at the wall and the ball just keeps sailing. And you hear it in you, you and uh, Ken's calls. It's like it looks like a fly ball. Right. It should be a fly ball. But now it's 13 rows in the seats. It's right. hard for you guys to judge. It's, it's, a, it's an unbelievable carry the way his ball just continues to go and go. It's, it's a golfer's dream on the tee with a lot of room to just let it rip and watch it just stay in the air and just keep going and going and going. And he does it so, I want to say nonchalantly, because there's a lot of work going into what he does and does so well. But when it comes off his bat, you know he hit it well. But did he hit it that well? And then especially as successful as he has been to right and right center, that really just that just that just does not happen on a regular basis. And you look at the moment that we have here right now. Bob Melvin sitting with Chris Davis, well, standing with Chris Davis, talking Chris Davis's wife and baby standing next to them. I mean, it's 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 just a perfect scenario. And here in a, in a special place that we like to call the Treehouse, and to see everybody here, A's employees, all wearing the Chris Davis shirts. I mean, this is, I, I can't say it enough, this is a huge moment for this franchise going forward because of what they're trying to prove to their to their audience, to, to their fans. Like, hey, this is for the first time in a long time, this is real. Yeah, we're, we were talking with David Forrest just a minute ago. When did this last happen? Was it? Was it the Eric Chavez deal? Was it the Barry Zito deal? Was it the Jermaine Dye deal? Probably was Chavi with the with the sixty six million dollars that he got over the five or six years. But in terms of AAV per year, this is the biggest of any player in the history of the Athletics, and it just it just speaks to what is what's vital of this club. And I think while it may look a little you know I want to say hokey, but this it's important for the A's organization to show their love for Chris as well, and to see his teammates. You know, in this uh, or in the, in the treehouse, being a part of this as well, it just shows how things are different now. I mean, and you just want to keep it going. All right, we are throwing it to the main stage. Chris Davis with Bob Melvin and the general manager David Force. Get ready, A's cast. Your slugger has just signed long term with the Oakland A's. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for those that are listening on A's cast and watching us on Facebook Live. Um, joining us is our G- general manager, David Forrest, our manager, Bob Melvin, and our designated hitter, Chris Davis. <laughs> David is going to be available for one-on-ones after this um, press conference. Bob will be available during his normal scrum at 410, and unfortunately, Chris does not have time for one-on-ones after. I'm going to open it up now to David. <laughs> Thanks, Catherine. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. A lot of uh, a lot of front office staff, a lot of Chris's teammates, and our, our coaching staff. This is an incredibly exciting day for the Oakland A's. I think for the city of Oakland and for Chris. Uh, we're obviously here to announce a two-year contract extension that keeps Chris in Oakland through the 2021 season. This. 
Uh, this, is a, this is a contract we've talked about for a long time. Uh, I know a lot of you in the media have asked questions about this for a long time. Uh, I need to acknowledge a couple people who are here. Uh, first, Chris's wife, Jill, and, and son, Pablo. And his representative, Lou John Nero, is here. And, and Lou John and, and Dan Feinstein in our office have spent, uh, it, it's not hard to say, years talking about this. And uh, we were thrilled to finally be able to bring it to a conclusion this week. Uh, John Fisher and ownership uh, signed off and, and uh, were able to get the deal done. I think when you think about Chris, a lot of his accomplishments on the field are, are certainly well documented. Uh, you know, his 200th homer last week in Baltimore, uh, only the third A in history with 40, 340 homer seasons. Um, you know, since he, got here, since he got here to Oakland, I believe he has 19 more homers than anybody else in the game ahead of Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, what he's done on the field has been incredible. Uh, I think what you guys see here today with the support from his teammates and staff is a little bit of what defines Chris off the field and, and the leader that he is. Uh, he doesn't say a lot, he lets his bat speak, but I, I think we all know how important he is to this team in the clubhouse. It was something that was uh, a huge reason why we wanted to make sure he stayed here, is, uh, is what he means to the Oakland A's. Um, and he, he wanted to be here. We, we don't ever take that lightly. Chris has said since the day he got here, he wanted to, to be in Oakland, uh, and we couldn't be happier to keep him here. So, Chris, congratulations. Thanks, uh, thanks a lot, David. And um, I have a lot of people to thank out there, first and foremost, my wife and son and Lou, uh, Bo Mal, uh, Billy, John Fisher, you, of course, for making this all happen. Without your guys' support, um, I wouldn't be in these shoes today. And um, just thank you. Thank you very much. I think we'll, uh... you know what, I, I spend most of my post games talking about Chris, so I, I for, for the most part, can be all out of words, but, um, you know, I think you take stock of the players and realize how important this is here, and, you know, for a guy that, you know, doesn't say much publicly, if you see our post-game celebrations and you talk about leadership, he's usually right in the middle of all of those, so... There's a time when he does speak, and his teammates know that. He's a, he's a huge part of this team, and uh, an exciting day for all of us. Chris, uh, Janie McCauley from Associated Press. You, David had said all winter that we want to get this done, and Chris understands we're putting some other pieces together until we can get this done. And, and even in spring training, you said it'll happen when it happens. And, did you, did you foresee this day coming soon and soon enough and before the end of the first month? Yeah, I've thought a lot about it, and um, they just made it seem to where I just had to worry about baseball. Uh, in spring training, they call me in the office and just, hey, just worry about playing baseball, and I, I think that's why I like it a lot here is because it's easy just to focus on the game. Uh, Manolo, this one is for uh, David. He, um well, you know, you just mentioned what Chris means to this team. There are a few other young players of the Oakland A's who mean a lot to the team as well. Uh, could you could you miss this first step 
to a lot more things to come in in this same uh, regard, long-term contracts? Sure. Well, look, we're, you know, we're here to celebrate Chris today. I, I think one thing I will say is that in talking to the other players on the team, a lot of them have said how important it is to them to have Chris here. And he said the same. I mean, you, you talk to these guys, and, and what they want is to be with this group. And, and we understand how important that is. So, yes, this is a, an important first step, uh, hopefully, to what will be a number of other players staying in Oakland long term. Uh, Martin Gallegos, MLB.com. Chris, you mentioned in the past about how much you just love the city of Oakland. Um, what is it about the city and just the people around here that just gives you, like, a pretty good vibe, I guess? Uh, well, there's a lot about the city, good food, uh, just, um, I, I just love coming to the ballpark, that's where I spend most of my days coming, uh, the Coliseum, like just the players I get to play with, it's been a, over the years I've been with Oakland, you know, I've, I've learned a lot, and um, just like experiencing the season, with these guys, you learn things, and it's just, uh, I kind of see it like we're like at a baseball school almost, like, but you just, it's so much youth in there that it's, there's just a drive that I want to be a part of, and I think we could, we could get to the playoffs again and again, like no doubt in my mind. Chris, uh, Julian McWilliams, The Athletic, uh, what's Kind of just, you know, you guys went on a, a run last year, and just what's it about your teammates that kind of get you going every day and, and get you like, ready to play every day? Well, we talk a lot about video games. Like, <laughs> we, we, uh, we're just competitors. Uh, we just, I don't even know how to explain it, really. Um, but just being a part of that, it's a special opportunity. So uh, thank these guys. Hey, Chris. Uh, Hitting the open market as a free agent must be at least a temptation. What convinced you to take the stability of this deal as opposed to waiting for an opportunity like that? Uh, just knowing who I'm going to see at the ballpark every day, you know, seeing Marcus and Chappie, you know, Chi, which is Pender. We call him Chi because he's like a – I don't even know where he came from. but. <laughs> His boys, I think, called him. He said he self-proclaimed that. So <laughs> he's my dude, though. Like I don't even know. Like um, just playing, just seeing those guys every day on a consistent basis takes a lot of a lot of pressure off me. Bob. Uh we do ask you about Chris and his power all the time, and you do answer it all the time. I'm wondering um, if your sense of his ability changed much after he got here. I'm, I'm sure you saw tons of film on him. I'm not sure how often you saw him play against your teams. Like, what did you think about him when he got here, and how has that changed? Well, I think a lot of times timing's everything, and I think timing was perfect for him here. You know, he's been here three, four years. He's hit 40 home runs every year plus and, and gets better every year. So I think, you know, the, the timing of the trade was great for him to go to a new place. You know, originally it was left field. We'd, we'd mix him in DHing, and, you know, here recently it's been more DHing. But I think just everything about this place ended up making him that much more comfortable. And his teammates, you know, every, the city of Oakland, you know, all the stuff that he talks about that he embraces here. 
Um, so I think it was just right guy at the right time, and, and uh, you know, he just keeps getting better. So, you know, we're, we're pretty excited about having him here, not only now, but for the long term. Chris, uh, you're one of the best power hitters in the game, but, you know, I think Bob was mentioning last, last week that you don't necessarily chase the spotlight, that you don't really, you know, want to bask in the spotlight. Why, why is that, considering that, you know, you're one of the, one of the better players in the game? Um, I don't know. I, I don't seek attention, I guess. I'm not an attention seeker. <laughs> so is, is this kind of fanfare uncomfortable for you, or are you going to have your day? No, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> just, I mean, you came just, into a standing off from your team, you know, or a big ovation from, from your teammates, and I mean, does that feel pretty good to have Yeah, you? it feels amazing. It's incredible. It's, they're going to make fun of me all day for this. <laughs> I promised Chris we'd get him out of here in 10 minutes. So. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to do a quick photo op in front. Come around in front of the stage, and then uh, we'll do one one-on-ones with David. Well, there you heard it. Chris Davis has signed and inked, and he's going to be here in the next two years, a big extension, and just what an amazing guy. I mean, you think of the ego that normally comes with the big power hitters and what he could be and what he could demand. Well, that's one of those deals where, uh, you know, he is just he's just a simple guy who just wants to show up and just wants to play baseball, and... You don't find many guys like that in professional sports. You don't find many guys if you're the running back who scores the most touchdowns or you're the quarterback or you're the high scorer in the NBA. You know, you just don't see someone who's just so humble and just wants to just wants to play, just wants to show up. He's getting he's getting paid well. He could demand more on the market, but this and Vince Catronio joins us once again. This is where he wants to be. It's a perfect fit. I mean, when I was with other ball clubs and I would come to the Coliseum and I would watch and admire just why it's so different in Oakland, why the clubhouse is so different, why it's so much fun, why it's so relaxed, because you just don't see that in very many places, and especially you don't see it across the bay. I mean, they've had their way, and they've won, and they've been very businesslike. That is not the way here. So it's just a, it's been fun to see, it, and, and to see a, a guy that's very, very quiet, very soft-spoken, and yet he is an integral part of what's happening inside that clubhouse. And he... He interacts with his teammates, the teammates interact with him, and they do so in a way that for a guy that's the best home run hitter in baseball, they make sure that, that he is, he's kept in his place in the right way in the clubhouse atmosphere. And I think that speaks to why things really work here in Oakland and why it's going to work for Chris for uh, a total of three years. Would you say he was a little different than uh, from your time in Texas with A-Rod? Just a bit. <laughs> Just a bit. Not as many people hanging around Chris as there were around Alex. Alex had a little bit of an entourage around him. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's a, we all know it's, it's a unique place and that's what makes Oakland, Oakland in so many ways, not just because of the baseball team, but because of the whole thing about living in Oakland and the way that he has absorbed it. He's enjoyed it. He's, he's relished it. Uh, and he's going to be here for a couple more years. I think, like you said before, this is, people are keep waiting for the A's to, in this new administration under Dave Cavill and Chris Giles and with John Fisher still in the background, but certainly giving, a little more free reign to David and Billy on the baseball side and, and, and Dave Cavill and Chris on, on the marketing and promotion side, that 
they have been backing up what they say they're going to do, and that's the most important thing. And we, we, I think making this type of signing and hopefully in the works for some of the young players down the road, not necessarily next week, but somewhere in the, you know, in the, in the near future, that you continue to prove that they believe in this product and they want people to believe in the product as well. Come on out and, and, and enjoy what is happening here at the Coliseum. Yeah, and I think about like this day meant so much to them from a standpoint of we want to show these players that we have the ability to pump you up. And that's like a big thing right now for them. And, and, it's, and we're seeing it today with all the employees wearing the T-shirts, showing the love for him, and then what we're going to see tomorrow as the next guy they truly want to get inked up long-term is Matt Chapman. And they're making a big to-do for Matt, his family, to show him, hey, we can prop you up. We want to make you an all-star. We want to make you a, a, as much as you can make a star player in baseball. And we're seeing that tomorrow with the gold glove, uh, the gold glove uh, bobblehead. That's right. And keep in mind this whole weekend, A's management, in, in honor of you know of KD, two-for-one tickets for the rest of the weekend against the Blue Jays. You know, that's, just, that's a way of the organization saying, come on out and show your appreciation for one of the true premier sluggers in recent baseball memory. And hopefully, we know there's going to be a very large crowd tomorrow, maybe the largest of the year. We knew that coming into the weekend. But now a chance with the A's being more aggressive and trying to show support to Chris. And, you know, T-shirt sales are going to charity with the, with the profits from the T-shirt sales. So there's a lot of things happening this weekend that, that the A's organization has gotten on board with to reward their player, reward their fans, and, and certainly help the community. Now, this is something that I usually don't talk about. I've stayed away from this for years as attendance. I would like to see a big crowd tonight. And if you're listening here on A's Cast, get your you-know-what out to the ballpark. Because when he steps to the plate, this is a guy who's committed to you. This is a guy who's come in, he's performed, he's delivered, and he said, you know what, I, want to, I can go somewhere else and make more money, but I want to stay here. I'm committed to this town, I'm committed to this area, I'm committed to this ball club, and I'm committed to this fan base. I want to see a big crowd and a big standing ovation when Dick Callahan announces his name today. I hope, I hope you're right. I mean, and if it doesn't, if hopefully tonight, if, if it's not as, you know, if you want to focus on a certain number and it doesn't reach that number, don't be discouraged. What you want is a buildup, and hopefully there is a buildup that continues through the rest of this homestand with the Rangers coming in town Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then beyond that when the A's are on the road and they come back and we're, and we're in the middle of it. This team won 97 games last year. They are a team that is committed to being a part of that process again in 2019. They're going to continue to do things to be better. And if you're an A's fan, you've got to be in a good place because you've got a team that's hearing your voice, not only in the stands, but hearing your voice on the field with this kind of, assi- this kind of signing and showing that they want to win and they want to be in a, in a stretch of successful years to come. Thank you for your time today, Vince. You we got truly it. appreciate it. And hand off from one voice of the A's to the next voice of the A's as we're celebrating a fine day in really A's history and, you know, Ken Korak, you've been around here, the voice of the athletics for a long time. I, I, I know I've been around this for a long time, never seen anything like this. No, it really was almost a spectacle, and it was really cool the way uh, all of his teammates, Chris's teammates were here, coaches and Bowmel and members of the front office and a huge media contingent. So it's a big deal. I think it's a great sign to the A's fans, a signal from that standpoint that, uh, you know, the top home run hitter in the game is going to be here for the next two years, two years after this. And it's a weird market for him because he doesn't play defense. We know he has the issue throwing the baseball. He's a DH, so that limits how many teams you can go to, obviously, until they make the DH in both leagues. So a market for him is 
let's face it, it probably wouldn't. And, and the kind of guy he is, I don't think free agency really is the thing for him. He just wanted to be here, right? He talked about it. You just heard it during the press conference. He wants to play for the A's, and he's comfortable here. Uh, I think the relationship with his teammates and with Bob Melvin means everything. And all that you said is true about the market and the fact that he's a DH but that doesn't diminish his importance to this club. Yeah. Because if you take him out of the lineup, you really notice it, right? I mean, he, you can, how many guys can you just say you're going to bat fourth every single game for the entire year? And you don't have to worry about that. And uh, he can give you three runs in a hurry. You know, there aren't that many people that can give you three like that. And he can do it. And they've always had it in the game notes, and it's always amazed me. You know, you can hit home runs. There's people who hit home runs. But there's people who hit home runs when it really counts. And not only does he have the most home runs since 2016, I, I know David Force brought it up, and, and I've been bringing it up here on A's Cast. He can't say enough. He has 143 home runs since the start of the 2016 season. That's 19 more than the next guy, which is Giancarlo Stanton. But so many of these are to put the team ahead, to yeah. tie it, to get your team back, as you said, you know, a three-run home run like that gets you back into the game. He doesn't hit him when the club's down 9-2. It doesn't matter who's pitching or where he's playing. And David Forrest just reiterated that in the little scrum that he had when they've had no issues, no concerns about Chris and the Coliseum, which is also a little unique because there have been players, and you've seen them, Chris, who've come to the Coliseum, and all of a sudden those balls that they feel like they hit really well are, are being caught on the warning track. They just have had no worries about the Coliseum containing Chris, so uh, he's he's a, a very unique guy too. Uh, he just loves coming to the ballpark, and I thought one of the other things that he said was great was the affirmation of how good he thinks this team can be, and how he thinks that going back to the postseason this year, next year, the year after is something he really, I think, really honestly believes is going to happen. Yeah, you don't hear any whining about the ballpark like we hear across the bay where they whine all the time about the ballpark because you go, wait a minute, the same weather system, big ballpark here. This guy hits it out, and he hits it out to all fields. And when he first got here, I used to say, you know, it's the best opposite field power I've ever seen since Mike Piazza. And then now that we keep seeing it year after year after year, mm-hmm. it truly it's better than Piazza. It's the best I've ever seen. You know, he's also averaging, and this is not just, and you mentioned the numbers with the A's and the home runs he's hit uh, the most in baseball. If you go back even to when he was first called up to the Brewers all those years ago, he's averaging a home run less than four games. In other words, oh, even from the time that he was a raw rookie, if you play 160 games, he's going to give you more than 40 home runs. And this is through his entire career. And there are very few people in the history of the game you can say that about. Yeah, and you think of the list of guys, the list of guys that uh, we're talking about 40 home runs, you know? I mean, it is pretty amazing, 40 home runs, four straight year. You go down this list, this list is absolutely incredible uh, when you think about the names that he's on there with because, you know, he's at 10 already, you know, knock on wood, stays healthy. I mean, four straight years of 40 home runs. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's done it as an A, and we're talking going back to Jimmy Fox. You're talking about right. Philadelphia. McGuire, Canseco, Al Simmons, Fox, the whole group. Reggie right? Jackson, yeah. he's no, going to be the only guy. He has a chance to get to, like, he's 31 and assuming good health, and he's, he's maintained good health since he's been here, that 400 is possible, career, right? He just went over 200. I mean, he could put himself up in a pretty, in, in the high rent district 
on the all-time home run list. You know, I'm just a San Jose State guy, so I don't have the great math. But, you know, when you hit 40 every year. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. You climb up those well, numbers pretty quick. Five more years of 40 gives him uh, over 400, right? <laughs> I mean, Suffice to say. And the thing Even he, a lousy math student at UC Santa Barbara can figure that out. I mean, if he plays a long time, you could be looking at 500. I mean, yeah, it's no, a possibility. I know. It, it is. You've got to play a long time. He got a little bit of a late start because he was a college sign. Yeah. And then worked his way up. And he had a very almost natural progression through the minor leagues. But he didn't get to the big leagues when he was 20 or 21. He's not, he's not like a Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah. Who's going to get called up at 20. So Acuna he's or... playing a little catch-up on the all-time list because his start was a little bit later than some people. I mean, I, I'm not going to be shocked if we see a 50 out of him. Not th- and this year, possibly. Yeah, yeah got yeah. 48 last year. I mean, no, you put up a 50. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's incredible. Well, thank you for stopping by. I know this is a – you're a big part of this also. You've been around, and, and I'm just going to say, and I said it to Chris, I mean, your signing is saying something to all of us. No doubt. Yeah, and I think the other thing, too, is if, as we go, we would have liked to have had a situation where the A's maintained all their players. That wasn't possible. It didn't work out. But it doesn't mean that the A's haven't made maybe not a move of this magnitude. But Eric Chavez got a six-year deal. They signed Jermaine Dye three years for $30 million. 15 years ago or even longer than that so there have been these times when they've made this kind of a step and as David Forrest said they they're hoping this is not the last move the A's make as far as trying to lock up some of their young players so I was really thrilled that 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 comment was made by David and also by Billy with the hopes that uh, this isn't the last signing we're going to talk about Chris no because you have so many of these young players that the A's have and that have the ability to be really good players for a long time. And, you know, it, it's the moves, and we'll let you go on this, it's the moves that you have to make to really get ready for a new ballpark. Well, there's, they signed Chris Davis and Chris Townsend in the same year. So well, I'll leave you with that. Which one's bigger for the ball club? <laughs> I'll, let the listeners, I'll let the listeners weigh in on that. Where is my bobblehead, Ken Korak? I want my bobblehead. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, buddy. The great Ken Karak, the voice of summer, and now join us. We're just going to keep – see, this is the great thing about what we have. We can just keep going. We don't have to go to commercials. We can just keep talking. And Julian McWilliams joins us from The Athletic. And I can't wait for your piece. As you know, I uh, subscribe to your athletic. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, going to be very interesting um, to hear what you have to say because as we talk to Chris and we just talked to Ken and we've talked to Vince – you know, this is a big moment, just not for Chris and his family, his wife and his son. This is a big moment for everybody. Right. And, I mean, if you look at, like, you know, it can't go without saying, you know, you see Chapman sitting on the side, and Chapman and Chris Davis are great friends. And you, you can't say, like, hey, he was looking at probably how they would probably treat Chris Davis in this, right? I mean, Chapman's a guy that's that's a face of the, of the team as along with Chris. So, I mean, that's – you set a good precedence when you have, when you have your star – uh, get hooked up the way Chris got hooked up, then you have your other stars behind him say, okay, maybe we can keep this thing going. So it was a good thing to see uh, for not only Chris but for the team and, and keeping and keeping players around. This is another blow to the players' union. Yeah. Here you have the premier power hitter in baseball signing a two-year extension. I believe he's. this is like since the World Series last year, this is extension number like 34 or 35 in baseball. And after this winter of watching Harper and Machado and how long that yeah. took, these players, if you're going to offer them the right number that's in their head, they don't want to go to free agency anymore. I don't blame them. I mean, you look at guys out there like, you know, Carlos Gonzalez, right? He signed, like, I think a minor league deal. 
Uh, Adam Jones signed a minor league deal uh, in, in, in cargoes, I think, around Chris's age. So you can't say that, like, Chris wasn't looking at that and saying, where do I fit in this equation, right? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a natural, you know, feeling. He said that during spring training. He said, I don't know if I'm too old. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the market. I, I don't know. So that's a lot of what's going through players' heads. You see, like, Ozzie Albee signed the, 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 you know, the bad deal, which I thought was a bad deal, seven years, $35 million. I mean, th- something has to change within this. And you see, uh, you know, guys just not getting their money's worth. But obviously, Oakland was important to Chris. That was, that was, that was, that was the most important thing. And um, he's with his guys. He mentioned Chad Pender, mentioned Chapman, mentioned, mentioned Marcus Simeon. All those guys and Chris, you know, he loves the comfort of just being in, in in one place, and he just seems to fit Oakland so well. And I think about security, and you know, for us, we're never going to make sixteen point yeah. seven million dollars. I, I hope you and I do that someday. <laughs> I, but, wish, but, I wish I wish I make that in my lifetime. <laughs> we're, we're in the Jeez. wrong we're in the wrong career for that. But there's right. there, there's there's something to be said to a lot of these guys who you know. And I'm not saying because Chris's dad was in baseball, mm-hmm. but some of these guys around baseball who grew up with nothing, and all of a sudden you put a contract in front of their face. That's true. That sets them up for life. That's I mean, true. I mean, you always take the bird in the hand sometimes, right? Like, it's like, you, like there's always something that you should – like there's always something to guaranteed money, right? And, and if you look at Chris's deal, he's making – I looked through the list. He's, he's making more on an average annual – an annual basis more than any DH ever in in history, right? David Ortiz made sixteen million dollars. The most money Nelson Cruz made was fourteen million dollars. So you're looking at on a, on an average annual basis, Chris is topping those guys at sixteen point seven five million dollars. So that's worth being that's worth being said. So your research is he the top paid annually DH in the history of baseball? That's correct. Wow, I didn't think about that. I mean, that's because it, it's a tough it's a tough market, right? Yeah. I mean. He, until the National League adopts the DH, you can, you can only play in the American League because right. he's not going to play in the outfield. Right. I mean, so it really limits. I, I can see why you love it here. You love Melvin. You love the players. You're winning. Mm-hmm. They're paying you more than they've ever paid a DH before. I mean, it's a no-brainer. And then the, if you look at the collective bargaining agreement, because that's, that's what's really messing up players, right? This is the CBA. That expires at the end of next year. Um, Chris obviously wants to... Uh, stay in Oakland, so hopefully for his sake he can do that. But by the time he comes at the free age again, he's 33. And so maybe at that point it will reset to a point where it, where, it, where it values the player a little bit more, and perhaps he can may, maybe go out and get another payday again. Who knows? Yeah, I have a feeling that this could just be a long relationship between the athletics and Chris Davis. And, you know, there were people who were talking about, oh, there's going to be labor strife. We yeah. haven't had a work stoppage since 94. This is going to since so many guys have signed extensions, yeah, and there's yeah. not going to be that many really. I mean, the guys who are going to be free agents are not it's, premier players. It's boring, man. It's going to be a boring free agency, right? But you know what? Who wants work stoppage now? No, you're getting all these guys have signed extensions. Everybody's got contracts. Right. Play ball. Let's go. Right, right, right. And I mean, you look at uh, you know, Bregman signed that big extension, so you kind of wondering like, okay, Bregman Chapman, what's what's, what's going on? You know. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and hopefully, and I think a lot of people around here now, because what's always scared me is when you take on Scott Boris, mm-hmm. you take on Boris for a reason. It's not because he's a, a day at the beach. Yeah. It's because Scott Boris is going to get you ultimate value. And But we've even seen like a Strasburg, who's a client of Boris, re-sign an extension with the Nationals. There's a lot of feeling around here that even though Matt Chapman has turned down an offer in the past, uh-huh. that Matt Chapman could be looking at an offer coming up from the A's. He, he, I mean, he should, man. I mean, if you look at just his 
he's going to be a free agent when he's 31. That's probably around the same age. That's the same age, roughly, that Chris is going to be a free yeah, agent. Yeah, he's a college right? guy. So his prime is basically, you know, from, say, next year till 31, right? So if you're looking at that and from, from that sense, it's like you probably want to get something done and get your window of, of, of prime years and the, and the money that you can at least uh, – that roughly uh, measures up to your market value on, the, on or as a, from a production standpoint on the field. You, you kind of want to have those two, the market value and your production, meet each other. And, you know, the A's, he's beloved in, in, in Oakland, man. I mean, I, I live up in Walnut Creek. He has a, he has a poster up there. So it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's spreading his, his word and his name is spreading around, around baseball. And, you know, obviously this is A's cast and, and we're pro front office. But let's, let's be honest. They're putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah, they've said we're going to get a new ballpark. We're going to do everything we can. We're going to start signing our players. Yeah, we're 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 doing everything the fan base has always wanted in the past. They're giving it to the fans now, and that's huge. And that's and you know what? It started with Chris Davis. I truly believe it started with Chris Davis because had Chris Davis went into free agency and he signed with someone, say I don't know the Chicago White Sox or Detroit Tigers or I don't know whatever yeah. New York Yankees, whoever. If he wasn't in Oakland. I think fans would have fans fans were waiting to 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 criticize something or, or to just say I'm done with it. I think Chris would have been the person to say, you know, to heck with this, you know, because because he's he's such a figure in Oakland for this team and everybody in my comment section is when's Chris Davis going to resign? When's Chris Davis going to resign? But in the back of their heads, they're thinking, okay, you better resign this guy or else you know you know you're you're going to lose another fan. And the A's didn't want to do that. They came up. They showed up, and, and, it's, and it's big for the A's, it's big for Chris Davis, and it's big for the city of Oakland. Yeah, you do a column where you ask for questions, and I have to, I have to think that, was that the main question you've been getting? Yeah, I mean, every, every, every day. I mean, every, every mailbag. Every, I've done mailbags. I've probably done like 10 or 12 mailbags. Every mailbag that I've done where, where I'm asking fans, where I'm having fans ask me questions, it's like, what's going on with Crush? What's going on with KD? Are they going to resign him? And then the next one is like, when they can resign Chapman, are they need any extension talk? So it's like those two guys. It's like, but especially KD, it was like we need to get this guy. We need to get this guy because the A's, you know, they've seen their their best players from Giambi to you know to all these different guys go and, and, and excel with other teams. And that probably would have been Chris Davis's fate had he went into free agency and had the A's not resigned him. I will never forget where I do the where I before the treehouse. I used to do the pregame show from the visiting GM box. Yeah. And I'll never forget standing there, and I opened the window, and I'm doing the show, and I looked down. There were two kids. They had two jerseys on. One was Donaldson and one was Cespedes. <laughs> and I went, you know what? How sad is that? Yeah. But you know what? They end up getting hurt, and it's glad they are not signed for <laughs> long term. Uh, this is the marking of, of, of having young players, and they see if they see their guy KD doing mm-hmm. it, why would you not want to do it? Right. And I think – just that's just huge. Like I said, you saw all his teammates sitting on along the side, from you know Ramon Laureano to Marcus Simeon, who's having a great start to the season, to Chapman, to Pender, to you know to whoever you know even Piscotti who signed through here. You know, but just just being able to see that and see some sense of security within the organization that bodes well for the players. We appreciate the time. Thank you so Always much. Always appreciate it. Appreciate it. Keep killing it with the athletic, and I can't wait to uh, can't wait to read your article about this because this was a. This was a day I've never seen anything like this with the A's. It's huge. It's huge, man. I look forward to it. Thanks so much. All right, Appreciate buddy. It. Take care. Yeah, the Athletic are doing a fantastic job, a bang-up job, uh, covering the Oakland Athletics as good as anybody as print media continues to struggle. You know, you can't say it enough. 
you know, and for years, you know, my relationship with you guys, the A's fans out there, and the fact that, you know, we have we've always talked about when are they going to spend money, when are they going to do this, and when are they going to do that, and, you know, for the first time, they're doing all of it. I mean, there, there, there really can't be any complaints, right? You just signed the number one power hitter. He is going to be here for the next few years. You won 97 games last year. You're in a situation to where they're improving every aspect of this stadium, and this is what we have seen with, with teams in the past is what they do is that when they're looking to build a new stadium, they fix up the old one to get you excited before you move into the new one. So you have all these premium seating places that are all around the ballpark. You have, like, where we are right now. You have the treehouse. And then you have a stomping ground, which I'm jealous because my kids are too old now, but I would have loved to been able to take my kids. I mean, you can take your kids to a safe place in the ballpark, still watch the game. You can see the game. And you can actually have a uh, you can have a beer while you're doing it. You can have a libation, and there's all kinds of games and everything down there. That's at the other end of what we would call Mount Davis. Obviously, we're towards the left field line here in what we would call Mount Davis that we call the Treehouse. But I mean, this is these are some really good times, and I think it's now for A's fans, it's your responsibility to respond to this. If you had complaints, and they fix the complaints. Show them that their efforts, show them, give them love for their efforts. That's what, that, that's what we as A's fans need to do now to back up this organization. They're winning. They're good. The ballpark's better. They're signing their players. They're talking about signing other players long term. They've given you two-for-one tickets over this weekend. A's access gives you every. I mean, you, you, it's basically like a gym membership, and you have the ability to come to games whenever you want. I mean, it's, it's it's taking money off parking. It's taking money off merchandise. It's taking money off food and beverage. I mean, come on. What other organization in baseball is doing all of this? You have teams in baseball who are calling the A's going, how are you doing this? You have other organizations in professional sports outside of baseball who are calling the A's and calling Chris Giles, COO, going, okay, how does this work? How did you do this? Because... The days of I'm just going to buy a ticket and I'm going to sit in the same spot every single time I come to the ballpark, that's not what you want. And I know when I come to games, I now work every game, but when I used to be able to come to games, I loved walking around. I love going, I love going, I think the idea of place like a, a, a sports bar atmosphere and I can still see the game is ideal for someone like me. That's, that's perfect for me. And even my kids who are 13, are they going to sit there for all nine innings? They like to get up and walk around. So I'm just going to tell you, a lot, of, a lot of great stuff is happening with the Oakland Athletics, and it's time for everybody to respond and give back. And Chris Davis today was a very, very special moment because it's a sign that there is more good to come. You're talking about a player that since he's come here has hit 42, 43, 48 home runs, three straight years, over 40, and he's at 10 right now. So he led baseball in home runs last year with 48, and he's already leading baseball this year with 10. And you couldn't have a better player. Like we were joking, I was putting out on Twitter, at Townsend Radio. I was putting out, you know, I was promoting. I wanted to get you guys all out to uh, listen to Ace Cast. <laughs> and I looked over to Vince Catronio and I said, Chris Davis doesn't even have a Twitter account, does he? <laughs> He's he's not he's not your typical uh, 
millennial uh, superstar. He's not. He doesn't even have a Twitter account. It is absolutely amazing. So going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun having Chris Davis around. And you heard during during the press conference, I mean, the guy just – he he he's not looking at look look at me all about me like so many prima donna players have been throughout the years in baseball he is a guy that just wants to show up wants to play wants to win and wants to be an Oakland A he wants to be an A it makes me think of Coco Crisp it's one of the reasons why we love Coco and Coco's making his debut on Sunday on the radio with Kevin Vince it's going to be a lot of fun cuz as Bob Melvin told you you know even though he's an outfielder cuz usually outfielders are kind of in their own little world He's a really, really smart outfielder and knows the game. So having Coco join Ken and Vince on Sunday, I can't wait to listen to that. But it's one of the reasons why we loved Coco so much because Coco Coco could have gone other places. Now, he was Billy Bean's kid's favorite player, so he wasn't going anywhere. But Coco, as we had him on – I think we had him – I think it was for one of the spring training games. Maybe I'll cut that up and replay it. Coco lives in Los Angeles. His family's in Los Angeles. So this was perfect for him. As he said, it was just a quick Southwest flight down to Los Angeles. He loved playing here. He loved being an A. So that's why he kept re-signing here. And I think Chris Davis is the first guy since Coco. And you give Chavi, he did the same thing too. He wanted to be here. But, you know, Chavi was a long time ago when you think about it. A lot has happened with the A's and the past regime a lot of negativity has passed with with that regime that's now it's like that 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 cloud is blowing away because of what Dave Cavill, Chris Giles, Billy Bean, David Forrest, Bob Melvin what they are doing for this franchise. Speaking of Dave Cavill, I'm going to be speaking with Dave. We are about to officially launch because we did it on opening day, but that wasn't the official. We're going to launch a podcast here on A's Cast called The Build. So we're going to, every two weeks, sit down with Dave Cavill and just talk about what's going on with the stadium, what's going on with all the politics, where have you been going. It's, I think I mentioned this yesterday. It's like, instead of where's Waldo, it's where's Cavill. Because he's up in Sacramento, he's at City Hall, he's, I mean, he's everywhere. I mean, this guy is working his you-know-what off to get this stadium built. And he's got grand plans, so we want to hear how are things going with that. And a lot of it early, you know, we can talk design and gondola and stuff like that, but a lot is, okay, where are we with the timeline and dealing with all the different people? When you build a ballpark, and, God, we've seen it everywhere. We've seen it. What happened with the 49ers down in Santa Clara, what the Giants did in San Francisco, what the Warriors are doing right now with the Chase Center. It is it is not easy to get something built in California. So it's going to be fun sitting down with Dave, and we're going to launch that tomorrow here on Ace Cast. So I'll tape it tonight. I'm actually meeting Dave in the first inning, and then we're going to launch it tomorrow, the build. So Dave Cavill is going to give you all the skinny. Where are we? with building the new stadium down at Howard Terminal. And also there's still the plans of what's going to happen with this building and what's going to happen with this area. Warriors are leaving. Raiders are leaving. A's are leaving. So what's going to happen here? Well, the A's want to definitely be a part of that. So Dave Cavill will have on tomorrow the build. But this has just been a beautiful day to see all the employees here, to see everybody wearing the, the KD shirts, 
it's um, it's something that I've never seen in all my time around the A's. Things are changing. It's just not lip service. It's uh, it, it's real. It's definitely real. All right, I'm going to be back here on A's Cast, also on 860 AM in the Bay Area and in Sacramento, the Valley, Northern California. I can't say this enough. If you have trouble hearing 860 at night in in uh, the North Bay, you can hear 1140 KHCK out of Sacramento and also on A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. We are going to have first pitch at 7.07. Stroman, who's very good, 1.99 ERA, but he's 0-3. So that's because his team has not been helping him out, the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes, the Blue Jays are here for three. Remember, two-for-one tickets going on right now in honor of KD and his number two. It's going to be Brooks. It's going to be Stroman. First pitch is going to be at 7.07. I will get you ready with A's total access. You're going to be hearing a lot of what we had here today because I'm going to let you know there's a lot of people that didn't get to hear this that we're going to have on uh, to make sure that they hear it later on today. So I will be back at 6.05. We'll talk to you later right here on A's Cast. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.